This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. How much do real estate agents make? By Anthony Greer. Real estate agent earnings vary widely based on numerous factors, including experience, location, and niche. Some agents struggle to get by, while others earn a comfortable living. However, some constants exist in how real estate agents work and get paid. For example, most real estate agents work on commission, which they earn at the end of a transaction. So if you're looking to become an agent or you're just kind of curious about how much realtors make, here's what you should know. What does the average real estate agent make? All right, the old mantra, location, location, location. Yeah, so it makes sense that the average annual income for a real estate agent varies from state to state and city to city. Homes in major cities like New York, L.A., and Chicago cost more than in rural areas, and if you sell 10 houses in San Francisco, you're likely making more than if you sold 10 comparably-sized homes in Mars Hill, North Carolina, for example. But according to ZipRecruiter, Washington has the highest average real estate agent earnings at 104000 bucks while North Carolina's real estate agents average the lowest at 65393 In 33 out of 50 states, the average real estate agent makes more than eighty grand. Not bad. But again, these earnings can vary substantially. There are numerous reasons why, but it comes down to commissions, basically. What is a real estate commission? So a commission is a percentage of a real estate transaction that goes to the buyer's and seller's agents. Instead of paying for a real estate agent up front, 
commission rates are included in a home's sale price. For a long time, the standard commission rate was 6%. However, times they are a-changin'. Between the rise in discount brokers like Zillow, homeowners listing for sale by owner, FSBO, and negotiable commissions, these rates are prone to fluctuation. The national average commission rate is 5.37%, which varies with every transaction. And then we talk about how a commission is actually split. Usually, the listing agent and the buyer's agent agree to an even commission split. If the commission rate is 6%, both agents can expect to earn 3%. If it's 5%, agent earnings would be 2.5% each. So let's assume you're selling your home and the commission is 5.5%, split evenly at 2.75% each. Here's how much realtors make based on these commissions. $100,000 home price, the buyer's agent and seller's agent each get $2,750. And then we go up to like a $500,000 purchase. Buyer's and seller's agents each get $13,750. Cha-ching! And if it's a $2 million home, buyer's agent and seller's agent each get $55,000. When sellers begin working with a realtor, they sign a listing agreement. If the contract gives them the exclusive right to sell, the seller agrees to pay a commission even if they're the ones that find a buyer for their home. The seller is also usually the one who pays the commissions for both agents. So when do real estate agents get paid? Usually, agents only get paid once their clients close the transaction. So in other words, they're not making anything while hosting all the open houses, marketing, showing buyers prospective properties, or even during their many conversations with clients. No money exchanges hands until at the end. Sometimes, you may have clients who try to sell their home for months to no avail or spend a year searching for a new home only to just decide it's not the right time for them. In these situations, the real estate agent needs to earn something. Conversely, you can have a client complete a real estate transaction in weeks and make a five-figure commission. It's all situational. There are also some instances when a realtor may get paid earlier. For example, if an offer gets accepted and no contingencies could cause the transaction to fall through, the realtor may get paid before closing. However, agents usually have to wait till the ink dries. And what about realtors who earn base pay? So, yeah, we mentioned that realtors almost always make money just based on commissions. However, there are some agents who earn a base salary plus a percentage of commission. For example, agents working at Redfin might get paid an hourly wage plus a percentage of the commission. These firms do have their pros and cons. Some pros, salary isn't commission dependent. Huge deal. When you're just starting out, it often takes months to earn your first commission anyway. Until then, you're paying for everything out of pocket, which can get a little bit pricey especially if your transaction falls through. And you have peace of mind. Similar to uh, having a salary, instead of waiting to earn a commission, you earn a steady paycheck and will know exactly how much, at a minimum, you'll make every couple of weeks or so. And a reduced tax burden. When working with an employer, it's their job to withhold taxes from your earnings. Commission-only agents often pay enormous lump sums every quarter or year based on how much they've made. If you need to track how much you'll owe, you could be in trouble come tax season. <laughs> and some cons, you do have a boss. So part of what makes an agent's job so great is the freedom and flexibility that comes with it. 
Besides your clients, you answer to no one. If you're earning a base salary, you're responding to someone. It's not recommended for experienced agents. Base pay could be helpful if you're just starting out, but the more years of experience an agent has, the more likely they are to earn a higher salary on their own. A lot of agents actually make less. This is worth repeating, but if you're on your own and conduct $5 million in sales of the year at a 3% commission, you'll earn $150K before your broker's cut in additional fees, which we're going to get to in just a bit. If you do the same while working somewhere with a base salary of $50,000 plus 15% commission, you'll earn $72,500. Do the math. That's a substantial difference. <laughs> All right, so how many homes does an agent sell in a year? According to the NAR, National Association of Realtors, the realtors were involved in a median of 12 residential real estate transactions in 2021, either at the buyer's or seller's agent. The median home sales price in 2021 was 346000 and change. In other words, if you were a realtor in 2021 and you were involved in 12 transactions at 346 k and earned a commission of 2.685%, your half of the average national commission, you would have made... $111,771.18. That's pretty good. Okay, let's talk about some additional cost considerations. Suppose you're wondering why the example that we just mentioned is more than $7,000 above the highest average real estate income in the U.S. First, the example included the median sales prices and number of transactions instead of averages. Also, We've yet to account for a real estate agent's expenses, which include brokerages cut. Most agents work with brokerages like Remax or Keller Williams. You're required to either pay your brokerage a flat fee every month or agree to a commission split with them. Windermere, which is based in Seattle, for example, starts their agents off with a 50-50 split, which then tips more in the agent's favor after they excel in reaching specific goals. Even if you get to 70-30, you're only earning $78,000 and change off of your original $111,000 and change. Marketing costs. All right, this is huge. While brokerages can pitch in, realtors are usually responsible for their own marketing costs. This includes writing descriptive copy for their listings, getting listings online, staging homes, hosting open houses, arranging photo shoots, conducting a comparative market analysis, etc. Remember, they're also writing offers, negotiating, spending gas money, taking clients to lunches and dinners to discuss the options, <laughs> and a ton more. All of these costs eat up your bottom line. All right, say you want to become a real estate agent. Let's talk about actually getting that license. While it's a one-time cost unless you move to another state, you should also account for the cost of your license. Now, there are two main costs to consider, your pre-licensed real estate education and the real estate exam and licensing fees. Education costs will vary based on how many hours you're required to rack up in your state. This can vary greatly. For instance, Alabama requires you to fulfill 60 hours of real estate education, while Colorado requires 168 hours. Whew. You should expect to pay around 350 bucks for your real estate classes, and this varies, though, from state to state, of course. Your real estate exam and licensing fees are a little more consistent. 
These fees include the following. Application fee, state exam, background check and fingerprints, and real estate licenses. Altogether, these fees are an additional $350 to $400 bucks based on where you live. Can you make a lot of money as an agent? So, how much do realtors actually make in a year? As you've probably figured out by now, it varies based on location, location, location. <laughs> where you live, your experience, your niche, the market itself, which brokerage you're with, and then what your commission split is, and your marketing costs, and a bunch of other stuff too. One surefire way to boost your earnings, though, is to network with others in the world of real estate. With bigger pockets, there's an opportunity to do just that. Just by browsing our forums and attending meetups, you can expand your real estate network, gain access to more potential clients, and even start or become part of a power team. Let's do this. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and don't worry, we've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.